0: initializing project why
1: time to completion
0: 42
1: days all this time and it's nearly complete soon the world will see the ultimate realization of the universe <laughs> oh, hey sam uh what are you doing nothing nothing just
0: watching a really obscure anime right okay then sounds about right let me know when you're done so we can record
1: Soon. Soon. Hello weeds new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Aniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and in my ears is the man who gets more wound up than an old-fashioned clock, it's Will. Ha!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Great. What a great pun. That's, um, yeah, very good. Uh, hello Sam. Thank you for having me here again. Um... To all new listeners and anyone who hasn't um, joined us for a while, this is the podcast where we do three of three. We talk about anime. Uh, Sam gives us a particular one. We watch the first three episodes Um or a movie or we recap something we've both watched all the way through. And we discuss mm-hmm. it and we decide whether it's good enough to show an absolute noob and gain a place in the Aniverse. A coveted um, position. Yeah. Obviously, if you like what you hear and you want to get someone else hooked on anime, maybe uh send an episode their way and see if they... See if we can get them hooked because uh each week is a new opportunity to bring in new weebs um to the to the universe um join us here in the universe absolutely this week we are watching uh, and discussing something called clockwork clock screw it up well screw it up over a clockwork planet everybody clockwork planet.
1: That's right, Will. This week we are watching Clockwork Planet, a 2017 anime based on an ongoing series of light novels. It's a one-core show covering 12 episodes that is animated by Studio Zebek, who worked on the original Shaman King, Two Love Ru, and Space Battleship Yamato. The light novels are currently four volumes in and have spawned a manga adaptation which is actually wrapped up at 10 volumes. But tell me, Will, what on earth is actually happening here on this Clockwork oh. Planet? Right. So, um,
0: I was, I was hanging, um, after a wedding, um, <laughs> when I watched this. So I was really scared that I was, that, of what I was actually going to have to take in. Mm. Fortunately, the complicated stuff of this is just sort of washed over. Like, oh, there's, yeah. there's no sort of detail to it, but basically the world's been destroyed again. The humans have oh, been no. bad, I think. Um, How? Don't worry about it. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Don't think about it. But this time the earth's been saved by turning it into clockwork. How? How? Don't Do- think about it. Do- doesn't matter. Uh, we explore that to absolutely no degree whatsoever. Um, but we will be getting into it. I am so, I've got so many questions around that. And in this new futuristic world where the whole planet is made out of cogs and span, not spanners, that's a tool. Gears. Gears. Yeah, gears. Um, and, and movie timey, wimy things. Um, we follow Na- Naoto? Naoto? Na- yeah, Naoto. Naoto. um this pervy, robot-obsessed little kid who likes clocks and has superhuman hearing ready to join mm. the senses super team that I'm setting up with Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. The senses super team. Yeah.
1: Smell, sight, hearing, <laughs> captain, yeah. captain, captain, captain senses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it, it, it sounds so good. I think it it, it needs to happen. I'm like have it could be an a super absolute sight character now, <laughs> yeah, and, and and super touch, which probably shouldn't be ha- ha- hard to find in anime. I feel like super touch is going to be a thing. Mm. <laughs> punching really hard. <laughs> oh, I was thinking more uh, sketchy etchy than anything. Oh but, god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So in the first three episodes, uh, our our boy Naoto teams up with this sexy ass robot who, in this world, they're called automatons. Automata. Um, well, all right. In the dub, it's automatons. But anyway, who becomes his sexy little servant robot. And mm. that, again, is a relationship we will be discussing later on. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. <laughs> and alongside that, we follow Marie, who's a clock fixer person, and her bodyguard, who is really super, super strong. And all four of these guys are tasked with fixing the clockwork underneath the city before the military blows it up to cover the fact they can't fix it. Again, motivation. Why are they going to blow discussing. it up? Discussing. don't think about it well don't think about it yeah because they're bad people
1: we will be getting uh, into that in more detail (laughs) (laughs) a lot of things we're gonna do a deep dive on this week um yeah things to start off with i guess starting with naoto himself uh what did you think to our our bluey green haired protag i thought there was
0: i i don't know how i don't know where to start with this kid he's there's parts of him that i find quite contradictory there's times throughout the show where his intellect and naivety wavers because to basically suit the plot so like mm-hmm. there's moments when in episode three he becomes really sort of um a, not to use the word of the word of the decade but like woke like he's sort of very intuitive emotionally um yeah understanding whereas for the first three episodes more often than not he's just a blubbering idiot who's just this naive little kid who loves
1: everything clockwork and Mm. is bouncing off the walls um (laughs) yeah he's kind of portrayed as this otaku obsessed uh stereotype who is obsessed with this one thing his one thing being clockwork and clocks Mm. and him he's he's always clockwork kid he's the clockwork kid and like Mm. he's uh, something that i thought was kind of different for a character like this is that he's quite self-aware of his own perviness and his own like desires i guess um but yeah it's it's still not fun to watch somebody just being horny all the time (laughs) yeah um
0: it it, i mean this does link in quite nicely and i haven't done this for a while to prediction of the week
1: oh yeah what is your prediction of the week
0: Right. So I don't know how big a leap this is. It's probably, everyone's probably thinking, well, yeah, duh. But like, I'm going to, I'm going to call it anyway. So, um, they mentioned cyborgs at some point to describe the bodyguard. So I feel like there's, I feel like there's some crossover between humans and machine. Um, regardless, I don't think that matters because I'm thinking due to his extreme hearing powers, which they do go back to. And although they don't explain it, we get the sense that it's very unusual. Um, Mm. He's either a cyborg or a fully functioning automata um, right. that doesn't know he's an automata, and that's my theory. Ah. There. We see no parents or anything, and so I think yeah. he's potentially waiting in his little clockwork dungeon, just <laughs> waiting, just just clockwork hellhole. <laughs> well, well, they well in episode three, uh, Marie describes Ryuzu rezu Ryuzu
1: rezu reusing yeah ah is that like a recycling method you reuse reuse Zoo. or as, as she calls herself later reusing your slave yeah <laughs> god damn it <laughs> top-notch writing um, here from start yeah. to finish
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so it, she describes reusing as potentially this um creation by why the dude who created the planet to sort of And I can't, I can't remember the wording. I I didn't have time to go back and look, but it was something to the effect of like, uh, waiting around to save humanity. It's sort of like it was done to help and, 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 um. She's one of the protectors of the planet. Yeah. And she basically goes, nope, bullshit. Don't know what you're talking about. Um, that you're an absolute idiot. I think, um, this is our boy. I think she's actually describing him because, uh, what's he called again? Naoto. 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 Now that, that would fit because we don't see any parents. We don't see any sort of background to him. We have no sort of context apart from the fact that he sort of goes to school and then. Context is something that this show is severely lacking in at all times. Yeah. So I think he's, it's his job to save humanity and that's what he's now been triggered. This whole thing's been kicked off into, into motion and now he's going to save the day because of his super hearing. And, that, and we do give in specifics. Few... It's like in iRobot when the the robot has been um... given specifically strong armor so that they can save the day. So that sort yeah. of. Oh yeah, okay. Sonny. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Great movie. Might rewatch yeah. it. Yeah, we do get a few glimpses of him kind of uh, referencing the i the idea that there's something more that needs to be done. Like when Ryu's is talking to him about um, how old she is. He's over a thousand years old. Uh, apparently, and she says the world hasn't changed all that much in those thousand years. And he goes, oh wow, a thousand years, probably could do with some retuning then if it's made out of clockwork. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. these little hints about his kind of greater purpose and his greater mission. Um, none of which is relevant for the first three episodes because, oh no, yeah. the military is going to drop the entire city of Kyoto <laughs> for, for nefarious and very frustratingly vague reasons. <laughs> Yeah, way, right like they, they completely
0: gloss over any sort of decision making process in this it's basically if anyone hasn't seen it all the cities are like on balancing giant cogs yeah. and with lots of little cogs and lots of little li- littler cogs getting infinitely smaller until to like the buildings themselves are like made up of have like cogs and stuff built into them and yeah. um, everything's cogs and this particular c- city kyoto is has got a fault with it fault with the system there yeah. seems to be something missing something's not
1: working properly with some, and some of the parts of the core tower another thing that just kind of gets dropped in and we're told is very important yeah and uh, the military don't know how to fix it right they're sort of at odds yeah.
0: end and they think the best thing to do in that situation is to just destroy the city anyway and say they meant to do it and that, that way at least they don't look incompetent that's, that's the, basically the motivation right yeah <laughs> did i get that's, that right? yeah that's all we okay, get good. gleaned okay. and
1: it's just <laughs> a guy walks into the the meeting room and goes the military is gonna drop the plate and everyone goes oh no there's 20 million lives and they keep saying yeah. repeatedly throughout the three episodes 20 million people are going to die <laughs> but i just yeah. don't care but i just <laughs> don't care because i have no context for why the plate's falling. I've got no right. context about the city. I don't care about anybody in the city. I've not been shown anything other than a high school and the interior workings of this planet, which looks like a generic factory. Sam, just I, I have got to say,
0: for, for, for you need to need that context to feel feel something for 20 million... I feel like if someone says 20 million people are going to die, you should sort of already beginning to get some yeah, empathy. I should feel some empathy.
1: But... None of <laughs> no, no, the other characters do.
0: Not all the other characters
1: are busy going on dates and just <laughs> having... There's a moment, <laughs> right, where the uh, Marie meets up with Nauto and they're sitting yeah. down. She's trying to get the rope, get Ryuzu to join her side so she can fix the tower. Yeah. And they've only got seven hours left, but she takes the time to take him to a hotel room and there's a very specific bit of world, I guess, set dressing. They've got mm. an, a teapot... And cakes and sandwiches on the table. <laughs> yeah. What? They do not have the time. Yeah, I mean to, to do this. And she, she even she mentions at the end of episode three. She says, "Am I the only person who realizes that we're kind of busy right now?" Bitch, yeah. you went upstairs earlier to stop for tea and cake before even coming down here.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. There's no sense of urgency, and all the time I'm thinking, okay, I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to plot build you're trying to you know build Give suspense and stuff earlier yeah but do it do it so like the characters actually realise it and that they're they care and that that they're not stopping for mindless things like the biggest glaring example of this is the whole love declaration at the end of episode three oh. where they just sit down for five minutes and have a heart to heart about how the robot is feeling completely manufactured anyway and they've known each other com- for a day. Yeah right and if that rep- repetitive nodding isn't symbolizing
1: oh. some sort of blowjob I have no idea what is going on I mean like, speaking of representing a blowjob that particular clock sucking moment at the oh end my of episode God. one <laughs> what clock sucking I
0: love it I love it
1: <laughs> so oh. to, in order for Ryuzu to become uh, Naoto's servant she has which, to which like, again
0: we haven't even discussed yet but yeah go on
1: she has to imprint his fingerprints. And she does this in... And this is another another layer on this shit cake is that the best animated moment of the first three episodes, the most technically impressive is a moment where she gets his finger, puts it in her mouth, and starts sucking on it and rolling her tongue on it and pulling it out. And there's this string of drool coming from his finger to her mouth. And you just... Mm oh the sketchy actually is off the off the scale it is um we so we're jumping around
0: a little bit the sketchy where do you want to go to get get, sketch? what were we talking about how did we get to that oh we're just talking about the fact that they do random they they take far too long yeah the head bobbing they take far too long to do anything that whole scene that whole scene i could talk about for ages like she's a robot she Mm -hmm. shouldn't have be able to fall in love we get no understanding of how these automata automatas work in a sense yep. of memory and emotions and like um uh ai sort of technology like these are supposed to be cogs yeah. and gears that do a function yet they have this conscious control and you can make decisions and have a consciousness uh it's really bizarre tech the whole thing's really bizarre tech like they've got yeah. giant drone things that fire and have seemed to have sort of sentient not sentience but like they can target things and do a Mm. drone's job of taking out enemies yet her phone yeah her phone is like a really cool looking device but serves doesn't really
1: seem to serve much purpose i don't know it's there's a lot of yeah the tech basis for the world the clockwork basis and a, a reason why a lot of people got really excited when this show got announced um was because it's oh yeah, finally like a, a steampunk clockworky yeah. adventure story. But that mm. almost seems just like set dressing. Like the gears and the clockwork nature of the show don't really factor into anything else. It's more sci fi with gears kind of slapped on for aesthetics. Yeah. Exactly. That that's
0: the feeling I got as well. Um there there are some there there is some good animation with that. Like you you mentioned the finger <laughs> the, sucking. the finger sucking. But <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, what did you think okay what did you think to the reveal of her insides
1: oh god where he where he hears for the first time the the issue this man who hasn't been able to fix a clock right ever which that doesn't track that absolutely categorically cannot track if he's able to hear seven kilometers underneath the ground to find the specific place where something's gone wrong how can he not fix just a normal clock surely that's like level one training in this world
0: like you've got your apprentice clockmaker, and the first thing you need to be able to do is like fix a clock. Like very, very basic compared to it's it's the equivalent of flipping an off and on switch on a uh, when you when you're learning to become an electrician. Like this one's off, this one's on. Like because the, the technology is so advanced, and we we hear there's billions and trillions of cogs in these in in her. Mm. So if you can't fix a, you know, what are you doing if you can't fix a clock? There's no way you've got any chance in this world as a
1: clockmaker. Yeah, apparently he does. Yeah. You just rely on your super hearing and turn a single screw and get lauded as the greatest clockmaker of all time. But you mentioned her insides and this specific screw inside. Mm. I think the CG that they use for the gears is Mm. actually, you know, it's pretty good. It's quite nice. It does not mesh well with the other 2D characters. Um, there's a moment where he's going to school holding a very obviously 3D gear uh, when the guy tells him that the plate is going to fall he drops some again 3D gears and they just it doesn't mesh very well but the right. moments where it's f- a full 3D clockwork shot if you will I think yeah mm. it does look it does look pretty good um, yeah I was
0: fairly impressed when it sort of it went into that it was like oh okay yeah. this is it's it's, it's interesting they've the, the made a real effort to sort of try and keep Try and make that a big moment and to go into loads of detail. Everything's spinning. Um, it reminded me of, uh, Inuyashiki. Um, when, oh, is yeah, it, when, Inuyashiki, he when he opens his, yeah, it seemed very, it, I got very much Inuyashiki vibes. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. In terms of animation outside of that though, I mean, mm. it's very janky and it feels very flat. There's a lot of moments mm. where, um, characters are really off model and it just I right. don't know the di- the action sequences don't feel very dynamic they just feel very I'm going to move and punch this robot I don't yeah. feel a sense of tension or a sense of like I don't know thrill watching these characters fight even if like when she pulls out her I mean usually pulls out her sides and cuts robots up it looks cool when she's stationary but then the actual Mm. action of her using them is just yeah it's very much meh we'll put a slash across the screen and you can interpret the
0: fact that she's done it rather than let's go to a detailed frame by frame slash Uh, there are elements of good animation and there are elements like I, i genuinely if we're talking character design and stuff i think the designs are really cool i think the way they put they put those into the show sometimes is really nice because they Fill the frame. They've got like really close ups of their face and stuff, so you can. I don't know the mm. colours and stuff. I really like, and I think they 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 pop. Um, yeah, I
1: think it, the background a bit, art a, is
0: really nice. Yeah, yeah, the background art's cool as well. I think there's a there's but there's element there's a, there's a good illustration of what I think we're getting at here, where she's in the car, and you always talk about reflections. you yeah. see her reflection in the window, and then it's in no other scene it's in no other bit to that scene so like yep. before she she she's deliberately looking at herself in the reflection it's supposed to be poignant but before and after there is no reflection of her no her driver there. or anything and it's just like it it just jumps out as very obvious like yeah. you have just focused your energy on that tiny bit
1: um there's no yeah. like little details getting pulled out and Again, a lot of the characters end up off model a lot of the time. Like the eyes are skewed, or they're not right. kind of. I didn't notice anything about right like that. Way. But I'll take your word on that. Yeah, it's it's in one of those car scenes as well, actually, uh, which kind of sp- spoke to me the most. Uh, the hatler, I think he's called the butler, throws a chocolate yeah, yeah. bar to her, and the chocolate—it's <laughs> just the most kind of. It looks almost like it's been clicked on in paint and just kind of right. dragged into her lap. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and yeah. It's kind of heartwrenching. I'm going to send you. I'll send you a picture. Um, so check your messages. This was the key visual. Uh, Perry, put it up on screen when you're doing the edits. <laughs> oh, Aha, I got it. Go. Yeah. Okay, so this was the key, what's called the key visual. So when a show is announced and is coming out, you get a key visual, and this was what the character designs looked like for it. Right now, everybody got so so excited when that was announced because yeah. it looks super interesting the character designs are really sleek and then what we get in the show perry put up a clip of the uh things in the show but, <laughs> but <laughs> what about the audio listeners Sam? <laughs> but for the audio listeners i'm sorry but you're gonna have to go and actually watch the show but the there. comparison between what was expectation versus reality almost the characters i think look like they've been pulled straight out of the mid-2000s. They've got really, really big eyes and really squashed faces. And in the key art, it looks really nice. But in the actual episodes themselves and in the in motion, I don't know, they just look like it's from that early days of, yeah again, like They're- 2003, first time digitally animating stuff. And it's just, I don't know, it feels like a show out of time almost.
0: Yeah. I mean, perhaps. I think comparing it to this there's definitely but this is this is this is a a still image that they're not trying to animate constantly there's far too many shadows and stuff to do an effective job of loads of moving do you know what i mean like it it would take some shows can do it i'm not saying you can't do it Mm. i'm not saying you can't put this into animation but they've gone to a lot they've done loads of shadows loads of tones loads of different colors Mm. that realistically is going to be 50 times harder to animate so they've obviously simplified for the show and this is yeah. just like a, a nice art piece more than anything
1: but it's like you think of we watched uh tokyo ghoul last week where they managed to pull off mm. almost equally as intricate character designs and moments with the shading with the lighting and obviously it's a different studio so it's hard to compare but when you put out that as your uh advertisement then yeah. there's a certain level of expectation i suppose i guess yeah yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, not a fan of the animation. I didn't think it was too bad, but uh, hey. Yeah, it, I mean, it's perfectly passable. It's just it's not. It's one of those shows that I think um, there's not very many big standout moments. Like you're not going to say, "Oh wow, that fight was incredible." You should, if you yeah. do nothing else, you should watch episode three to watch the fight where she does the thing. Right? Are we going to talk about the thing? Oh, uh, the. Clockwork Magical Girl. Yeah. Yeah? What did you think? It about was... imaginary time.
0: I think it's absolute bullshit. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't like it in the slightest. I'll, and I'll tell you what. First of all, the whole first three episodes, we've seen that she can slice through anything in mere seconds. Yeah. Yep, in we go. fractions of seconds. Even on their way to this place, she... Yep manages to go through several like one of the biggest ones they've seen so far this absolute minor not the minotaur it's the other one i don't know cyclot i don't know there's another big mythical machine machine. goliath
1: goliath that's the one and And he's like is that the vso8 goliath dude i don't fucking know and you're not gonna (laughs) tell me so why ask (laughs) Then I'm messing
0: around now and then she just slices it down in a second so okay she's op she's she's phenomenal great brilliant Then they go, I know, let's give them bigger guns to fire at them. They're just bigger versions of the exact same thing in Mm. front of this blockade. And there's not even that many, to be fair. They've cut cut through loads already. They've cut through a whole room of these things. Mm. And now we're faced with, all right, admittedly some bigger ones, but they've just got bigger guns. And she apparently has to spend three... She stops time, first of all, which is bullshit. Yeah, and, the, and they try and explain it with this
1: a lot of techno babble that just yeah doesn't, I, I, it might doesn't be accurate, land.
0: but I'm not, not I'm not willing to check it. <laughs> it might be. There's no way this is accurate. And then, and then she stops it for three hours. There's no way she needs three hours to do yeah. that job.
1: Like, I was looking maybe on thirty old... seconds at a push. Yeah, she absolutely does not need that amount of time to deal with what she does and i looked at some old forum posts from when this came out because i I, I wanted to see well i wanted to see what the reaction to this at the time was and whether it was beloved or not and a lot of people had the same kind of issue like why does she need three hours to do what she has been (laughs) doing exactly like you said and one person's um explanation was that it was like she was experiencing the time relatively so she was so time for her was moving for a couple of seconds is equivalent to her thinking for three hours at normal speed and her, her body doesn't move any faster. She's just doing it to kind of at that slow pace, she knows exactly where all the bullets are so she can chop them all up and move them to the side. And I'm like, okay, that'd be cool. If we if saw they it- explained it like that, but no, she just drops that. It's going it, to, this is going to take me three hours and then done. Yeah. The, and If, then if that's th- the case
0: if that's the case you need like a speedster style uh scene where everything slows down and she jumps around wears headphones has a laugh and just cuts everything up like
1: that's what yeah. it's dying for something where we actually see that it, yeah i don't not that. just the same thing we've seen for the past two episodes of her just doing the same animation but now in a white dress like, yeah yeah, and then there's not even that much of a downside to it. She collapses, but then all he has to do is just fiddle with her ear, and she's been rewound. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> just wind wind her back up again, yes.
0: just just like a wind up toy. Yeah, it's it's not great. Can we talk about this world? Sure. Right, because I don't get how it's physically possible. We find out that <laughs> sorry, you and everybody else. <laughs> It it just doesn't make any sense. Some some clever dude has built a world of clockwork, but mm-hmm. we how did he get the metal to make the clocks? When the metal comes from the earth, like there's yep. no way he found an infinite store of metal ore and was able to refine it
1: on the planet while dismantling the planet and building clockwork. Yeah, because the the way that the starting narration seems to imply it is that the Earth was destroyed. So the planet planet Earth is gone, according to the very beginning. But And then it was after the planet was gone that Y turned up and fixed it. But <laughs> he remakes it out again, like he says, out of clockwork. And then we see a zoomed out version of the planet and it's got this big ring around it. But it's still planet size. There's still water on it. If the planet was destroyed, where are we getting the water? Where are we getting the metal? Where are we like, uh,
0: yeah. Also, yeah. How are you doing this while living on the planet? You've got to live somewhere, and all these billions of people have just gone about their
1: life while yeah. their planet has been made.
0: Oh, it, it's just and we don't get any
1: look at uh, if there's space travel, if there's anything to do. We get the big ring that we see in the opening shots, but yeah. then there's no mention of space. It's all all to do with the planet. Yeah, I've
0: got, I've got some, I've got some analogies for you. Are you ready? Hit me with them. Okay. So it's like using the bricks from your house to build yourself a new house while you're still living inside it. It just, it's just not physically possible. You're going to get rained on. Yeah. It's like, it's also like removing the parts of your laptop to build a TV while using the computer to type up your dissertation. (laughs) Apt. (laughs) It's like standing on a bookshelf filled with books and trying to build another (laughs) bookshelf big enough to stand on out of books in place of the bookshelf you're (laughs) on.
1: I think I like that one the best. <laughs> I'm just imagining just standing on top of a bookshelf, just throwing books and hoping that they land in a bookshelf shape. Yeah. And again, I think that comes to the fact that clockwork, for all intents and purposes here, is sci-fi magic. It's yeah. not the clockwork as we envision it. It's He somehow found a way to make gears and cogs, trillions of them, no less. Mm, Bullshit, yeah. firstly. What, we got atom-sized Cogs now inside of these people, but he's found yeah. a way to make these gears and cogs turn in a very specific way in order to freaking stop time, right? Okay, because
0: clocks control time, that's how it works. Oh, that's- god, without clocks, Sam, we wouldn't have time. <laughs> that's what you learn at school, right? Yeah, clocks control like, time. If I, Co- if clocks I tell the time, look, that's why they say clocks, that's why they I- say clocks aging. tell. That's why they say clocks tell time because they tell time what to do.
1: <laughs> Did you know that before the, the invention of clocks, uh, actually, there there was no time. Everything just kind of yeah. It's part of the big bang exist. theory. Yeah, the big bang exploded. Yeah, clocks happened. <laughs> and then. You know, (laughs) clocks aren't actually built. They're actually dug up from the ground. And ironically,
0: (laughs) ironically, that makes more sense than this show and actually actually has more explanation to it than this show. (laughs) Good God.
1: Can we talk about the writing? Sure. I mean, I I thought we were. We kind of are already, but yeah. Yeah. Go on. But like specifically like character dialogue, because I watched this in dub because that was all they had on Funimation. Yeah. I thought, I think that's what I watched in the first time as well. Cool. And we get such, uh, beautiful lines such as, even though you haven't expunged a torrent of lust onto me, I thought that you were impotent, but maybe I'm just not your type. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, screaming from Naoto. Uh, I guess this is less writing, but maybe more direction, but the dude, dude's voice really grates on my ears. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. It does. Um, of course. That for, the, yeah,
0: the, the, the lines from um, Ryu, Ryuzu.
1: Um, oh,
0: every gen- time she opens
1: her bloody mouth,
0: I'm just like... Yeah, generally the, the assassin stuff that's supposed to be sort of, um, I don't know, empowering, I guess, because she sort of calls him out for being a perv and calls him out for the way he's... And, and sort of assumes things. But all the time, it's she's it's enabling fra- it. it. She's enabling it, and it's framed in a way that she's still his servant and still is this. Uh, yeah, okay. So go on. Any more? Any more about the lines before we get onto that because that's the next thing we need to discuss. We need to discuss the sub subservient crap.
1: Well, yeah. Well, tying perfectly into that, there's a, a number of bits within that marriage proposal where. Uh, why I couldn't possibly conceive of being on equal footing with my master. Yep. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> yep. So- it's her
1: job to make sure all of your needs
0: are met again. It's like the the, the housemaid mm. thing again. Uh,
1: Gross. Yeah. So yeah, this at the very end of the third episode, we end on um, after she's used her magic Jojo time stop power to beat yeah. the robots. Uh, she reactivates and she said she, we have this big confrontation where Nato is kind of still pining after her and saying, Oh, do you, do you like me? Is it more no, than of, like? First of all, he asks her to marry him. Oh, God. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. It's like, dude, read the room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like this kid is just thinking with the wrong parts of his body for the entire <laughs> episode. <laughs> Yeah. The wrong head is making the decisions. It, I don't, I don't, I was sat there thinking, what, how, what is the writer thinking doing? I, I get that he's bouncy. He's supposed to be quirky. He's supposed to be lovable. He just does thing on things on impulse and says what he thinks. But, Mar- like, Mar- he hasn't, for this entire three episodes, he's sort of rejected the idea of sexual relationships with this robot because he sees yeah. her as a woman, as a person, as something something unobtainable that sex hasn't even entered his head it's entered her head because some reason robots are more conscious about sex and things than humans but he himself is just focused on the mechanics of it and thinking like that and then he just out of nowhere asks to devote their lives together in a romantic relationship like that's not that doesn't play like that's not what you've been doing this entire show
1: yeah not only does it not play but the fact that she then Goes along with it, and she's like, "Oh yes, I I like you as well. I I think I think I love you, and I'm going to nod my head to show you how much I love you." Uh, it's just <laughs> such a contrived yeah way of performing a confession scene. And again, as as and Marie still, says, they have five hours till the city is fucking leveled. Exactly. Marie even says, "I oh, don't you think we're busy here again?" After the cake scene from earlier, I, I I'm not letting that fly, Marie, but. At least she's like, trying to keep keep it going. Yeah, but it all comes back around to the fact that we have these nebulous stakes, but that's undercut at every step of the road. Like, we've got, in episode one and two, the A plot and the B plot, right? A plot mm. is Marie running around, trying to save the day, trying to fix the problem with the clock towers, and to kind of save Kyoto. Then mm. B plot, ha 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 ha, let's go on a date and dress up the uh, Ryuzu in fun outfits
0: yeah. I mean, admittedly, I was going to bring that up as a criticism earlier, uh, thinking about the, the stakes and the, the time penalty. Obviously, admittedly, he didn't know. They didn't know how they only had 20 hours at that point. They were just sort of trying to get by. But again, a completely random scene that doesn't really fit characters because mm. uh, Ryuzu seems to be this grounded person that can sort of see beyond the the the, the human emotion and just make decisions a little bit more. Auto- automatically a bit, a little bit more robotically <laughs> <Automatically>. um, <laughs> but again the faults in her character a bit like with Na- uh, Naoto and his ability to son- suddenly become really emotionally in tune um, after mm. being a bumbling idiot for the first two episodes She she's really surprised and blushes when he says that she's cute she's like oh you think I'm cute yet in episode mm. one when those blokes are chatting her up and says that oh, she's yeah. hot or something. She's, she's like, like, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> like, she gets the fact that she's been designed this way, and now she's surprised that this person thinks she's cute. Like, no, and she blushes. What? Since when did you become a shy
1: little innocent girl? You absolutely destroyed those blokes for again touching more fun, more fun misogyny, and that the fact that she is reduced to a quivering heap whenever a man throws her a compliment. It's yeah, or the her master. Throws her a compliment, and
0: and she's lost for words so much that she has to nod her answers to him. God,
1: ridiculous! Yeah, it's, it's it's not great in yeah. terms of plot. It's like the characters seem to be acting completely at random at times. I also had a really difficult time of telling, haha, time clockwork <laughs> <laughs> of um, like where the action was happening. So after they meet up together and they head they head out. To go and like save floor 24 or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. They fight a bunch of robots together, but then they need to get into the car. But it looks like the place that they were going through looks like the same as the insides of the clock towers. Yeah. But then they were on the way to the clock towers. Like it.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I didn't yeah. get a good
1: sense of the geography or like where so, they
0: were. So that whole thing where they go to fix something that needs fixing. To, so that they can get to the place that needs something fixing. The, there's the, basically there's the the, the what what are they called the the, the, the core people, tower. No, the people that fix oh, things, the things that the oh, things the, that Marie works for. Works uh, the, for. Guild. The, the guild, the guild, guild, yeah, whatever. Let's just call it the guild. The guild can't help because they're fixing a problem that the military have manufactured to keep them busy, so they can't get to the real problem elsewhere, right? Mm. So Marie calls them up and was like, we need your help. We've got to fix something on floor 24. Oh no, sorry, we can't. We're fixing this other problem over here. Oh, the military are trying to stop you helping. I'll go and I'll fix that problem for you. So then you can come and help me fix my problem. It's a complete manufacturing of circumstance. Like they get there and there's all these robots stopping them, preventing them from fixing the thing. However... Still, she manages to get into this super suit that means she can oh, control yeah. everything. Just destroy the suit. Like, just to, to go to, go one step further so that they can't fix that problem or it takes, says, Oh, this problem's going to take four hours to fix. Well, I can fix it a lot quicker. Not if you don't have the suit, you can't. Not if they do yep. a little bit more damage. Like, you, instead of giving and them the chance destroying to fix the city it quickly. anyway. Exactly. So, exactly. What's, and then what have they then, got to lose? <laughs> they're not even, they're not even hiding it the 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 whole point of them destroying the city is so they can say we had to destroy the city uh this was planned we meant to do it so that mm. they can save face and it doesn't look like a mistake the whole that they they're going to once it's done they're going to advertise it they're going to say yep yeah, this was a, a decision that we made to happen because we needed to get rid of this city for some and reason and they still
1: but like they say it's to save face and to make them look like they're not incompetent but surely yeah. the true decision there would be Oh, we made this decision. We've known about it for ages that this is gonna happen, so we why haven't we evacuated anybody? yeah, and yeah, i again and the sense of stakes is so low as well because even with eight hours left to go, you don't see any of the higher ups or any of the important people leaving the city everyone everybody who knows about what's happening. the guild are obviously working hard to try and stop it, but like the the evil leader of the guild is just yeah. it's just vibing. Why is he not leaving? <laughs>
0: yeah true i mean it's it's a clockwork city he can probably just teleport out of there because time time travel's real and you know clockwork controls time so maybe i I don't know maybe he just teleports out um yeah it's it it it, that whole thing just seems completely pointless because if the military do one more thing to just stop them fixing it they literally can't do anything
1: they're gonna destroy the
0: city anyway I, I, there's no one down there. They're floors and floors down. It seems like a really bizarre situation. Just blow the place. Like they're all in there. Yeah. There's only robots. Just blow it and you win. And they've got this arbitrary
1: timer on timer. when they're going <laughs> to drop timer. Timer. Yeah. Right. Farmer Dave's here to take over the podcast. <laughs> they ha- <laughs> they have this timer where um, it's like arbitrary eight hours or whatever it is. Yeah. But after surely. They can just drop it whenever they need to. Yeah, yeah right. You and especially think so? after... And they even say, we're, we're not going to do something because it might spook the military into dropping it earlier. Surely the but, second that she, uh, Marie fixes that first problem, they would yeah. go, oh, she's, she's going to try and fix it. Or even when they're heading to the tower, once the robots at the bottom of the tower are destroyed, yeah. why wouldn't you not just press the button? How does that
0: not spook them? like they should be well and truly spooked by this point because Marie has made her intentions very clear to like most of the people involved higher up and that's the other thing everyone's everyone and their dog seems to know about this like there's just a guy in the elevator that they interview and question random
1: military guy who knows everything yeah he knows
0: their whole plan apparently and this is another glaring problem with this there's lots of stuff that happens very very conveniently like they gain information god whenever they ask for it so go find out what the military are, find, are, are trying to are trying to do oh okay i'll go do that i've done it i have found out what they're planning no consequences it was really easy this is what they're planning i just okay. had to
1: threaten the guy with a gun and then he didn't come after me or send any of the guards after me yeah and he didn't great. tell any of his superiors that i'd asked for this told me information the, and he told me the truth and exactly what you needed to hear for this moment yeah
0: it, yeah, it went great. absolutely
1: fine no problem and then more convenient things. The robot falls right literally into Naoto's lap. Ryu, Ryuzu falls <laughs> just right on top of him. Yep. And if you've Absolute. got super hearing, how did he not hear that coming? True. Oh, well, he kind of did because he dived out the way, didn't he? Yeah, but he can hear seven kilometers underground with hundred percent noise canceling headphones and he's, and he doesn't hear the whistle of it as soon as it comes out. He waits the last second. Uh, Inconsistent inconsistent In fact, that is a major plot hole
0: yeah why didn't we think of that um that's because on some level he's an automata who knows this is happening and he <laughs> knows that he's going to be safe um it's we don't actually client. see him get injured do we so maybe he could be like some yeah, yeah no um, injuries despite the bullets flying around yeah uh what was i going to say about that i can't remember now we well, just, just i
1: feel like we need to come down a bit it's just just chill. <laughs> After- and I'm going to get angry again because the very beginning, the very start of episode one, we start a month in the future for some reason. Right. Like, yeah. And it's not even a good action sequence to hook us in. It's just there in the most yeah. bland and boring. Let's destroy and shout some quirky lines. And then let's tell you about our characters. Um... But they don't even do that. You could a hundred percent start with him walking to school and you would have lost nothing. like, I'd almost forgotten that that very first action sequence even happened. It's that unremarkable. There's no point starting in media res a month ahead, unless you're you're doing it to set something up and uh, for us to see how they got there. All it is is just them fighting some guys.
0: That is no, that is what they're doing. Though I think I think this is isn't this just a scene from Inside the Tower um, when when they get there and then it's a it's a month later. Oh, have we not got the whole no. Um, not by that point, right? Okay, fair. Um, well, yeah, I, I feel I feel like you're being a bit harsh. When when I first saw that, it it, it wasn't brilliant, but I did think, okay, they're getting straight in there with the action. They're trying to hook you in. There's mm. you see the sides, you see side girl come out, and you have no context, so they're not like overexpositing. They're just showing you some of the cool bits that this show has to offer potentially. Um, mm. and they're doing the very cliche job of having conversations. So you get a sense for characters dynamics between dynamics and stuff. Um, and I I didn't, that initial scene, I thought it had potential. I thought it, it it sort of, I went in and I thought, okay, this, this, because obviously you, you're looking back with eyes, having seen the whole thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I saw that and thought this has got potential, interesting concept. Let's see, see where it goes. And I thought that opening scene wasn't
1: too bad, but okay. That, I mean, um, that's fair. And Again, yeah, I th- I think it is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, I think I think you are um, coloured. Your opinion Jaded. is coloured of that scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. But I, I don't blame you for having that opinion because I would as well. I mean, looking back, I can I understand why you'd, why you'd think that. Yeah. Yeah. Just another thing on when um, Ryuzu does drop, there seems to be a real weak attempt at trying to um, call out the... Uh, ex machina-ish um, way this happens because he says he just wants fate to intervene. He's, he calls for fate to intervene and make his life interesting and then lo and mm. behold she falls from the sky. It, it, that doesn't make it
1: okay. And no. You can lampshade something but you've got to yeah. do it in an interesting way. What they did was duh, duh, look, her I duh, duh, duh. wish that look <laughs> I wish this would happen lol it's happened immediately. And yeah. it's not even I don't even she fell out the back of a helicopter. Transport. Why? How? Don't think about it. Just don't worry about it. Just don't worry about that, it.
0: That's just the only it, thing. Imagine, imagine in this city of twenty million. If that thing lands anywhere else, this whole plot goes to shit. Jeez. Like I guess fate is really working here. It's really working yeah. overtime to make sure this these these two
1: get together. But I'm fine with stories having contrivances and convenient, and like convenient things happening. Well, they all are; otherwise, they wouldn't be good stories. You know? Yeah, but stories I think that there's a certain are- level you of you get to. I like it when ev- everything has an action and a consequence. Like if we saw, or maybe it was sabotage, or and he, it was dropped on purpose. Okay, yeah, mm. cool, that's fine. Yeah, but it just seems that it was a completely random accident, and I don't like total randomness affecting. A yeah yeah it's especially that much like some some
0: shows are really quirky in the way that they'll oh this that they'll call it out they'll say this was a completely random set of events that just so happened to come together to uh land this thing in this time at this moment and if it didn't like the notebook the death, death note notebook that, that's supposed mm. to be completely random that it falls with l and uh, not with l uh with uh, light light
1: um and they sort but of say then, that yeah it's completely random yeah. but we know that Ryuk did it with an intention. He did it with an intention of finding somebody, anybody, yeah. and it happened to find him. Like, that's fine. But again, it wasn't just that, oops, and, a notebook and, fell out of the sky because somebody was lazy with it. And arguably, whoever that falls in
0: is going to have a story to tell. It's just that Light's is a particularly interesting one. You don't know that that's yeah. the best. Light's a very clever bloke who went his way. This, if it doesn't happen here,
1: it feels like you just screwed you with couldn't. the whole plot. Because it, yeah, because it lands with the perfect person to be able to fix the issue that was affecting yeah. her, despite yeah. that being a quarter turn of a screw. <laughs> yeah, and fix the issue later on because he's the only one
0: that can hear where the problem is and things. So it's a very, it's overly it's convenient very and it warning. just needs. Right, you absolutely could save this if potentially they. It, it goes. It it refers back to my prediction of the week. If somehow. Nauto is this automata automata or cyborg that's been designed and created for this purpose uh-huh. and that was all manufactured so that um ryu drops then and there so that he finds her and he's the one and it's all there then that could save the show but i feel like there needs to be hints of that there needs to be yeah it needs to be drip fed so that you get a sense of that rather than Doing a completely random plot that people are going to be pissed off with, and then later finding out that it's meant to be,
1: you're going to lose half your audience. And it sounds like they almost have. It's Um, like trying to solve a puzzle when you have, like, you're missing some of the pieces. You can you can have all these pieces all dotted around, but if the show's hiding a key piece of information from you, then it's not a good reveal. If that reveal does come down the line later, then it's not because. You and if it doesn't it's just pieces. bad writing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um yeah. speaking of completely random subplots, the entire scene at the school was pointless, worthless and a waste of your time, my time and everybody else's time. Absolutely agreed. I mean it's not even worth talking about is it? He goes to school,
0: she joins the school and announces that he's that she's his she's his so, servant.
1: It's and just, it's a it's cheap, it's trying to get a cheap laugh out of him being completely fish out of water because he's brought this hot girl to school. It's like, yeah. he, and I, I didn't, I guess because I didn't find it funny, that entire sequence was wasted. But if you like watching somebody squirm and be uncomfortable in an absurd situation, I guess you could see it as funny. I think it was enough to do the walking to school
0: or walking, walking around somewhere where he just goes, Oh, everyone's looking because they can't imagine how someone like you is with me that sort mm. of shows you his insecurity it shows you that this is uh, awkward for him and i don't really think you need to do any more than that it seems to go backwards a little bit i, I get it like high school kids very socially conscious and it would be really really embarrassing and really awkward for him yeah.
1: but it's just not but, i mean we've already got a lot of that shown up through like the love hotel scene where she beats up the the guys in the street
0: and, like, oh how have- contrived is that I love hotel oh what you want us to stay here? Yeah, it's reasonably priced.
1: They are quite reasonably priced actually. I don't you care, don't a- Sam. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't care. Shut up. Okay, um, I think I think that's enough. Uh here. Are there any odds and ends that you want to end on before yeah, we ask these big three questions?
0: I think we need to just touch on OP and E D and then we oh, can yeah, uh, and then we can move into the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, um OP? Thoughts? Didn't mind it i thought it was all right um yeah. it's 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 got a weird mix of like metaphorical stuff with scenes from the show it's very busy as we've sort of had before mm-hmm. um there's lots of characters looking in in serious different directions there's yeah. a mixture of stuff going on which keeps it quite interesting and the yeah. song i think is pretty good yeah it um, gets it gets hints at what's to come and stuff like that. So you sort of, it alludes mm. to some of the more interesting bits of the show. So yeah, I thought it was, it was fairly good. I enjoyed yeah. it. What did you think? I, th- I
1: think, yeah, a lot of similar sentiments. I think the song, the song reminds me a lot of a, uh, one of the Gundam Seed openings from back in like, okay. again, mid 2000s. So it has that kind of same aesthetic. It's very bubbly. Um, I think a lot of the scenes that, and sequences that we see in the OP are future events that are going to happen in the show. Um, yeah. So I think minus context, a lot of it can feel quite disjointed, but that's what an OP is there for. It's kind of tease you about what's going to happen. Like it teases yeah. the uh, the imaginary time transformation and we see a bunch of other, I guess, automatons, the sisters that she alluded to. Um,
0: oh God. The sister. Like what the? Oh yeah. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. I don't care about 20 million people. Wait, you've got a hot sister trapped down there? Oh, I'm there.
1: Yeah. i'm in not just a hot sister it's it's a hot sister that looks like a child great job <laughs> Nalto. you piece of shit <laughs> uh and gosh, she, like
0: it. it's not even like you've seen a photo it's literally she's described her as having brown hair so whatever colored eyes and she's yep. cute oh well that's it for me well i need to go done uh, okay <laughs> right okay disgust then
1: he obviously um, doesn't
0: care about twenty million people,
1: just like you don't. So, there's obviously... Oh my, oh my god, to. I empathise with him. Suddenly, he's the best <laughs> character ever. God damn it! What about the Ed? What did you think to the to the ending?
0: Um, I thought it was an interesting take to avoid just character stills. They they sort of have sort of like three different bits of it where there's the kaleidoscopic effects with the clocks, and that was quite interesting and intricate. Yeah. With um, and then. There's a bit where there are just character stills, but there's sort of sepia um mm. tone to them and things. And then, yeah, then there's transitions of costumes for Ryuzu, which I thought was quite nice.
1: Mm-hmm. And the songs,
0: songs, I like the song as well. So, yeah.
1: Oh, the ED mm. is a full bop. I, I love yeah. it. I think that's, that's yeah. just the biggest saving grace for me, is that this awesome, crazy piano keys at the beginning, like running yeah. around and like the radio voice into the chorus where it's actually like a full kind of he this thing is belting out these words um i just wish it wasn't trapped in such a show like this um yeah with the character stills there is a very it's kind of saves itself from being um complete stills by having the characters move a very slight amount so uh mm. putting his headphones on and other characters are kind of like moving slightly but it yeah. does look like they've just kind of been again dropped into photoshop and i just kind of bit, get getting the image moved around to give the illusion of movement more than actually animating movement. If you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And it, I don't know whether it's, they've sort of had three different ideas, put them all together and there's not really a running theme through them. It's a bit, I think, yeah, maybe they've just gone right. Like we need to keep this interesting. Let's, chop and change a little bit rather than mm. having high quality consistency. Um, high quality consistency. I like that phrase. High
1: quality consistency. Yeah. We, this show could benefit greatly from some high quality consistency. Absolutely. Um, how about any odds and ends then before we... Uh, a- I'm just
0: I'm just flicking through my notes. I don't... I think we've covered everything f- uh, from my point of view, apart from the fact this world is like you've got a cup of tea with some sugar and someone's asked you to get the sugar back out of the tea, but you have to do everything in the cup and can't remove the water. I'm loving and, these analogies. I love them so much. It's like taking, it's like taking apart the engine of a car and putting it back together to form a brand new car just from those engine parts while driving down the motorway. Yeah. Any more? Yeah, there is actually. Do you want to hear them? Go. Reel them off fast <laughs> as you can. Speed okay. mode. Um, it's like taking, being asked to take the seeds out of a watermelon, stick them together to form a new watermelon, and it's like, here's an avocado, get the stone out for me, and turn that into an avocado without weakening the avocado so much it loses its integrity.
1: God damn. Go. Okay, and with that, <laughs> we're going to move into our uh, big three questions to find out if this is a show that can enter the universe. <laughs> Spoilers, <laughs> I mean, I think it's a pretty foregone conclusion. But we're going to do this the right okay. way. We're going to talk about concept and execution. Yeah. Okay. Um, concept and execution. Uh, the concept was really intriguing,
0: but there's just no effort put in to explain how this world works, how it's possible, um, and the 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 convenience of loads of the plot things. They get things handed to them in certain situations that really lower the stakes and Mm. things just sort of, it just seems so flat with plot and richness. And that sounds really vague, but I just don't get any joy watching this.
1: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah. That's really harsh. Um, Ouch. I I know, I agree with you though, in in that feeling of like flatness and there's not much wow factor. There's no spark of like, oh wow, this is really, really engaging like i think the concept of an entire planet made out of clockwork and having like living your steampunk clockwork dreams (laughs) is awesome and there's a reason why we still have like such a fascination as a community with steampunk and clockwork and this kind of that era but Mm. i think the execution of this it's appalling it's just it doesn't deliver on the promises of its premise no clockwork but the clockwork doesn't mean anything it's just there to look nice um a a plot to save the city but we don't know why It, it feels like it's spinning its wheels for these first three episodes like the main focus is stopping the city from being destroyed but they make so little progress towards that it just feels like they're chasing their tails well, they make no
0: ah. Here's the thing: they make loads of progress towards it in the first three episodes. They find out exactly what the pro- where the problem's going to be. They re- they put everyone together in the right situation so that they're a team now. They sort of agree that they're going to work together, and they get to the door of where they need to be to stop this whole thing happening. And we find out loads, but they happen. they they happen like boom here's uh, oh here's the next stage and now we're going to go do something completely random boom here's the next bit of information and now we're going to do something completely random there's they're so disjointed these jumps in plot and you get that with the time frames it's like we've got 20 hours to go we've got 13 hours to go we've got seven we've got five like it's Mm. just like oh we need to remind the viewers because we've done something completely random that has no time frame on it whatsoever we need to remind the viewers that there's
1: time there's bit. actual stakes here we need to remind the viewers that after they've watched this cushy scene of the main characters going shopping that actually yeah the city yeah. is about to explode yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah i don't yeah. think it's oh. very and i think you know our second question is about
0: are there is there anything are there any turnoffs? is there anything majorly wrong with this that could stop us watching we've sort of covered most of them there there's yeah also it's the, it's the writing
1: and the sketchy the, writing.
0: the finger yeah <laughs> the finger i think that's a big plus that's a big pro big 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 plus for you there Will. okay good to know yeah yeah, absolutely (laughs) absolutely (laughs) okay what about watching more i'll take your lead on this because if it if you can tell me that there's something to watch for then i'll watch otherwise i'm like based on these three episodes alone i don't want to because it's just falls apart on so many different
1: bits of criteria yeah there's like there's this tiny flash inside of me that, sa- that says this this could be okay. It could all work out in the end and it could be yeah. okay. Spoilers. As of having watched this all, <laughs> all the way through in its entirety before, it doesn't get any better. If anything, oh, it just God, gets okay. more, more compli- complicated. It gets more incoherent. It's just again it's just f- totally forgettable almost I, yeah. I remember looking through for shows to suggest for this week and I remember going oh yeah I watched Clockwork Planet I guess um, yeah. yeah and in hindsight the the plot just gets worse the etchy becomes even worse especially once the little sister arrives and oh. I just remember finishing the show being really <laughs> I just remember finishing it was great <laughs> don't clip that <laughs> um but yeah i just remember just feeling really disappointed at the end and i gave it a really that's fast, usually how really. i finish to be fair sorry that hey. was, that was so bad. <laughs> no. So yeah okay. i don't think it gets in absolutely no. not
0: okay sorry clockwork orange no clockwork planet you <laughs> do not get into the anniverse there's just too much that you do don't do well enough i'm afraid so <laughs> sorry uh you turn it up, again clockwork planet
1: yeah, That's do it again, do it better,
0: say. and we'll reconsider. Uh, yeah, you don't get in this week, but, um, Sam, can you, uh, give us some information about what we're gonna watch next week before we move into Slice of Life? We're, uh,
1: we're not actually gonna be watching anything new, uh, next week, Will. Next week, mm. we're gonna actually have one of our patented, revisited episodes where we go back and we look at a show that we've already both completed and kind of see how the rest of the season went after we, uh, reviewed the first three episodes so what i'd like you to remind yourself on this week is mm. *Beastars* stars season one brilliant yeah i will do that i've uh, we mentioned it a few weeks ago i watched
0: season two as well so we'll do a revisited of that at some point um but next week we'll go over season one pick out our favorite bits and the i don't know perhaps some of our least favorite bits although i don't know it's a good series um it's pretty good Yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Guys, we're going to move into slice of life where we chat, uh, crap about our week and what we've been up to, what we've watched, what we've been, what we've been doing with ourselves. And, um, if you want to stick around for that, that'd be great. Otherwise make sure you get in contact, follow us on our socials, Instagram, um, and Twitter at gateway to the universe or gateway TTA on, uh, Twitter. Follow us here. We've got to say, Share your views. Let us know what you thought about Clockwork, um, planets. I always want to say Clockwork Orange. It just rolls off the tongue. Uh, so much better. L- let us know what you think. And, uh, if you, if we, th- if you think we've been too harsh, we have been very harsh today. Uh, yeah, but is it deserved? Giving
1: it a real kicking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get us in your feed. And, um, we Recommend look forward to a a hearing you. In the Give future. us a review. Tell a friend. Yeah. Oh, give us a, re- a review. Yeah, we like reviews. Uh, it's always good to hear what people think of our podcast, as long as it's good. If it's not, uh, we've got some other places you can put those reviews. Uh, uh, DM us and we'll let you know. Um, all right, we're going into Slice of Life. Uh, we'll see you guys in the anniversary. Welcome back to Shit You Didn't Know and Now You Do. Did you know that the sweet company M&M was founded by Mars and Murray, the sons of Mars Incorporated and Hershey's Incorporated, and that's where the name M&M comes from. They did steal the idea from English company Smarties, though. Oh, so. yeah.
1: man. Another one done. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, I actually, I explored uh, the Reddit threads for when Clockwork Planet came out to um, see kind of how it was received, and the drop-off mm. is insane. So many people just left after the first episode, that you see the amount of upvotes on the discussion topics just plummeting. they like half right. each week. Um, and a lot of them yeah. had the same complaints that we did, which uh, I thought was, which oh. meant that we must have been on the right track. By episode yeah. three, there was only people who were in it for the sketchy etchy who were still watching basically. <laughs> oh, really? I was like, uh, Whoa. uh
0: nice. Okay. Well, maybe I won't carry on watching then if that's the sort of uh, receiving, it got receivement, received reception. reception? Reception. <laughs> Why, hey. that, that, that was that. That took that. Should have come a lot easier. That's embarrassing. Um. Yeah. That's. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. Um. What have you been up
1: to this week, Sam? What's What's, what's been? This week? A... Oh, it's been tickling my fancy this week. Uh. Well, yeah. I have been watching some anime. Will. I am so oh surprised. My God. Who'd have thought? I actually. Um. I've got a little bit of time off at the moment. So I decided to, and I was, well, I didn't decide to initially, I was listless and wandering around for most of my morning going, I've got all this time, but I can't go anywhere because of local lockdown rules. So Uh. what what can I do? So I went onto Any chart, which shows you all of the upcoming and previous uh, seasons shows. And I, I had a flick through to look for the ones that I didn't watch and I'd heard were quite good. So I now have a, a to watch list over the next few days where I'm just going to sit down each day and just binge an entire course worth of oh, um, nice anime. So what I watched yesterday uh, which I mentioned briefly before the podcast was 86 uh, right. which is this sci-fi mecha show where mm, we right follow the Yeah, exactly. It, it felt very code geass in the in its first episodes where we have um this kind of race of people with silver hair and silver eyes who are the kind of the surviving ruling class. And there's the 86s who are people with any other kind of race uh, like the 11s in Code Gears right. who are forced okay. to fight in mechs whilst everybody else lives this c- comfy bourgeois life. Um, It's really interesting. The episodes kind of break into um there's the major who is in, put in charge of this elite unit, fucking glory to the spearhead uh, unit as they say in the show. (laughs) And we see how she reconciles with these people who are seen as less than human by her empire. And honestly, dude, first three episodes, I was like, this is nice. This is good. I can get into this. And then it just starts punching you in the feels just again and again. I was a sobbing wreck by the end of it. Like, it's honestly one of the most affecting. It really is. It's one of the most affecting anime I've watched in quite a long time. And... I it it deserves all the hype it's going to get and actually the second core of it is coming out this october so i've caught up just in time to kind of get on i don't know whether i'll binge watch the second core or watch it week to week though i think is, is I, it worth liked, putting in the podcast is it worth putting on an episode if if, I, the, if the second core is coming out dude uh, yeah oh well, that's exactly the plan uh, okay coming coming soon so those of you who are sticking around for slice of life a little preview 86 will be up on the chopping block sometime soon um, awesome. yeah so I won't say too much else about it to to color your viewpoint yeah. well um yeah. other than that, I watched the live action bleach movie,
0: oh yeah, yeah, how is
1: yeah.
0: it I actually really enjoyed it it was is it is it kind is of, it still got uh, there's a stigma isn't there i mean obviously i don't i'm not in the community, but there is a stigma around um live, live action,
1: action works of yeah. anime um there's moments where i guess you can kind of see the seams breaking a bit like they speed run the first couple of arcs quite quickly so they do the whole transforming into the into a soul reaper within the first 10 minutes um yeah okay. bit, and then they do so it's they, not like it's, an origin story it's like a full on it yeah it's like an, a full adaptation of maybe the first maybe 15 20 episodes um like squashed down I think it does a really good job of it, actually. And there's a lot of room open for them to continue it and do a sequel, which I'd like cool. to see. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was a bit of good, done fun. And I think we'll check it out at some point for again, for the, for the podcast or maybe for as a, an audio commentary or something along those, along those lines. Yeah, that could be fun. But yeah. well, that's about yeah. it for me. What about you? What have you been doing with your week in your uh... Slice of life?
0: So, um, it's just, it's just been, it's been really busy. I, I get, again like you I've had a bit of uh, time off and I've we've built some wardrobes. i built some wardrobes in the bedroom, done some DIY. The uh we've had a wedding that we've been to. Um that was awesome. Um and football season started. So Ooh. the Premier League started and well I, I, all the leagues have started obviously. Um and we've been watching a lot of football, I've been trying to keep on top of that. That's really good to have that back and have crowds back. Like it's the first it, this weekend was the first weekend where everyone's at full capacity after covid oh, wow. we've had eight i' I'd like eighteen months off I think like it's been a year and a half where Christy. fans haven't been there properly like there's been a couple of trials where they've allowed so many thousand in but at Did full you capacity to get is, a ticket
1: Mate. oh I'm sorry, I think I've touched
0: an nerve. <laughs> we're 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 season ticket holders, so we have tickets to all the games but um it just so happened that it was at the same time as the wedding um yikes so we missed it but it was um it was good to see everyone back anyway it was nice to um mm-hmm. yeah get get that and i'm really excited to go back and just experience it all it's uh it's just very emotional the only thing that i've started watching uh Ooh. recently i started yep. watching something last night uh, uh outer
1: banks on netflix outer banks what's that about Mm-hmm is it about strolling down the rivers? It's, the I, I think it, I I missed like the first, I, I was
0: zoned out for the, like the first five minutes. So um, it's set, I think it's the Everglades. It's like set in the swamplands of, of Florida, I think. It's definitely America. I missed the exact location. I can't think of anywhere else where, that's got that sort of um, uh, place, the that, that swamplands, the same way that um, Florida does. So I'm assuming it's there. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a made up place. I don't know. I missed it. That's really bad of me. I should 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 know more. Um, basically, <laughs> really it's, selling me so far. It's it's a mist. It's a teen mystery thing where like there's these there's the poor people, there's the rich people that are sep- that have different parts of this islandy sort of place. It's all based around this mystery of a shipwreck. The main character's dad's gone missing. He who had something to do with trying to find the shipwreck that's got like four hundred million pounds worth of gold and stuff on it. Um, there's a crop. There's seems to be sort of organizations that want it. We don't really know who's involved yet. The police sort of know about it and they're all looking for this compass that can find. It's, it's a bit of a treasure questing mystery. These okay. kids are involved from different parts of life. So there's some teen r- dynamics going on as well. Romance and stuff. I, I've watched up to episode three. Um I'm undecided on it at the minute. I'm mm. going to keep going because I want to see how it goes. I don't know. Whether it's going to have enough to keep me going. I, I, initially, I was quite engaged. It seems quite, quite good, but we'll Despite see how it goes. Zoning out for the first 15 minutes. <laughs> like I say, I watched this yesterday. I was hanging as hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just but, good uh, background
0: noise, right? Yeah. 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 I'll let you know how it goes.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, I did watch, I did- um, Harley Quinn. The oh, this emancipation, uh, birds of prey. Yeah, it was good. Oh. I really enjoyed it. It was you, it. Hadn't, you hadn't seen that yet. That, that's that's not recent, is it? Oh, yeah, it's a bit old. Um I think yeah. it came out around the same it came out at the same time as Sonic, so pre-pandemic. Um right. and Sonic smashed it in the box office. Uh but after watching Suicide Squad, I was like, oh yeah, that came out. So I, I checked it out. Yeah. Yeah, it was re- really fun. <laughs> was, okay. Yeah, I, I just really like watching uh Harley Quinn run around swearing, getting super drunk and killing people. Yeah
0: yeah i mean it got mixed reviews didn't it um from what i yeah. remember it it was some yeah I, I might i might give it a watch i still haven't seen um uh suicide squad 2 yeah that, that is on the list to uh to watch it's very good and i watched i watched the first one the other night um i don't know whether i mentioned that on the last podcast but that that was obviously uh oh yeah we did talk about it we definitely talked about it i don't yeah. know whether it's on on our or not but yeah it's it, it is what it is we all know about that um all right should we leave it there
1: I think we should leave it there. Thanks so much All for right. listening, guys, and we'll see you next week to discuss B stars in the universe. Bye.